Well, hello and welcome to Local Matters. We have a special guest with us today. Karen Likens has recently been named as Vice President for Enrollment and Communication at Tennessee Tech University. Karen, welcome. Thank you so much. Glad to be back. Well, it's good to have you back and uh, to have you in this this new role at Tennessee Tech. So tell us about this new job. Absolutely. I guess it's less about the job in my mind than it is about the people working in both communication and enrollment because they've become such a good team together. And just the circumstances of trying to recruit students, communicate with students, has brought those two teams together to a point where one leader made sense because we are talking about the same things. The most important thing we can do is let people know how great Tennessee Tech is, how affordable, how accessible. And if we can do that by pairing up and making sure that every person that's eligible to come to Tech can can know the story of Tennessee Tech, then we're doing our job. So it's just my privilege to lead these two teams. We've been working together for the last couple of years in a way that we've never worked before. Uh, just because the two worlds have come closer and closer and closer mm-hmm. together. So it's it's just time. Other universities are exploring doing the same thing, and it, it just makes sense because we do have competitors out there, and we do have a lot of different ways to get messages and to manage all that so that we can um, give students and parents the information they need is just where we need to be. And communication is right at the heart of the matter, isn't it? Absolutely. Well, we want to uh, talk a lot about Tennessee Tech, obviously, and about uh, some of the things that you communicate on a on a daily basis. But some of our listeners may not uh, have met you, so t- why don't you tell everybody a little bit about your background and sort of how you got to Tech and how you got to be in this position. Absolutely. Well, it all started in Baxter, Tennessee, right? Uh, sometimes I say that I was from Upperman High School before that was a cool thing. There's really been a, a boom in their <laughs> their visibility and the number of students there and so proud that, you know, there was a great legacy there and so proud that that's just in the forefront of the sports news, the, you know, all kinds of um, successful stories coming out of there. Baxter, Tennessee, uh, took off to Knoxville to go to school for a little while, uh, got a terrific opportunity after working in a family business for a few years to work for a Monica Gray in the Office of Communications. I was a writer and spent most of my days interviewing engineers and understanding how their work applied to just solving practical problems. Uh, From there, news director, um, got the opportunity to become the AVP. I had a great president back then (laughs) (laughs) who gave me some opportunities um, and just have tried to make the most of that experience. I look around and now I'm the institutional knowledge in the room. That's a little bit weird because, you know, people um, people move on, people take leadership positions, but I have such a passion for telling this story because it changes every day. There's so many stories to tell, and Tennessee Tech is just a place that the state, the nation, the world needs to hear about. There's a lot of great stories. Mm-hmm. There are just a lot of great things to to talk about. Uh, one of the things that President Oldham talked about when he nominated you 
was the story of enrollment management and and your ability to uh, grow enrollment, especially the freshman class. So talk a little bit about last year's enrollment and and our our freshman class. Certainly. You know, Brandon Johnson was the VP, and he's now in Storm Lake, Iowa. He went back home. So we had a great partnership in bringing our teams together. So for the last two years, we just looked at all the possibilities, and we looked at all the ways that other universities were communicating with their students and just saw that we had a better story to tell. We had better opportunities for students. And so working together those two years really put me in a place um, where I felt like that it all came together. Um, and I so the credit belongs to the team that sits there and uh, processes the applications, answers the questions, great customer service, the admissions counselors that go out and do the recruiting, the alumni who tell their stories in their communities and the legacies that that we get from those stories. So enrollment really is um, everyone's business. The faculty definitely play one of the key roles, if not the most important role, because they're delivering the experience. And they are what we share with students, what it's going to be like in the classroom, the growing opportunities, the experiential learning opportunities. So certainly the story of enrollment can't be um, even begin to be told without faculty, staff that support. So it's, it's really a team effort. So all to say all those people managed to land the third largest class in Tennessee Tech history last fall. 2050 was our final number. We had a goal of 2000, so we exceeded just a little bit, and we certainly want to keep delivering classes of 2000 freshmen. That's good for the university. That's good for the community. Um, so that's what we plan to do. And these are not just uh, just freshmen. They're really talented kids, aren't they? They're amazing. Um, the phrases we use, bold, fearless, confident, kind, that's not necessarily about us. We'd all like to be those things, but we find we attract those kind of students and we also foster that kind of, they, they are fearless. So many first generation, um, students come to us and that takes some courage, right? You, you might not have all the information that someone whose parents went to college have, but that doesn't stop. It, it even makes them more confident sometimes, I think, because they have a goal and they can reach that goal. Um, and kind, all, always kind. I think that's what attracts other students is that they see that, they feel that. We get them on campus and they visit. And there's just something that you can't put that into words. You have to be there and you have to feel it. And and they deliver that every time someone comes and visits campus. And you uh, you mentioned uh, the, the size of the class, but let's talk a little bit about um, – your experience and my experience, we both went to a larger school, uh, an SEC kind mm-hmm. of experience, and and there's there's value in that too. But tech provides a special kind of experience, doesn't it? I think so. Um, when we say it's personal, we really do mean that, and we can deliver that. Um, yes, we want to grow. We want to grow some, but we never want to lose that personal touch, uh, and that is something, of course, that it starts with the faculty members taking that interest. 
Um, but even before that, when we're recruiting, we now do personal tours. You don't share a tour with another family. Your family, your student comes, and you will get that individualized tour. And as much as we can um, do it, we try to match you up with someone who has your interest, either um you know, in your major or from your hometown. Sometimes we get lucky and we get both, but you get someone to stay with you and answer your questions that really has a similar perspective. And we've gotten tons of feedback on that. And that that's really making all the difference because I can tell you no one else does that in Tennessee. And those ambassadors that are, that are the host and the hostess uh, for the student prospect, they're Folks with great experiences themselves. They're just a year or two ahead of of where that student is, and mm-hmm. uh, they've got a lot to share. Absolutely. And so we try to, to make sure that we have a variety of majors. We have non-traditional students. We have transfer students. You know, all those populations kind of have um, questions and needs specific to them. So we try to make sure that there's always somebody there that can t- say, yes, uh, I have a similar experience, and here's here's how it's all going to work out for you. And tech still, uh, we recruit students. We we get students from all over the world and all over the the United States and all over the state of Tennessee. But we still get a special large group out of Middle Tennessee and out of the Upper Cumberland, don't we? Yes, we do, and we never um, take that for granted. And we've even made sure that there are special days where it's just for Upper Cumberland families. So um, late in the year, but before any of the deadlines for application or um, scholarships, uh, we have what we call Tech After Dark. And it is a different experience because it assumes that you understand Cookville and you've probably been on campus before. But how do you look at it from a local student, or at least local in terms of the Upper Cumberland, differently? And and how are your needs and your questions different? So you get to come and, and do that in particular. Um, again, we have trailblazers specifically from Cookville who can talk to you from that perspective. Um, so we've always been a part of the community that couldn't be separated from there. And if we don't serve our local area, you know, we've not done what we, what our mission is supposed to do. So um, we welcome people from all over the world, but we're seeing good numbers here from Cookville, Monterey, Baxter this year. And I think it's because we are doing a better job at letting them know a we really want you here. There's and and there's advantages to staying at Tennessee Tech, and you get a lot of the great college experience, but you also get um, the bill's not as big, right? That's a really good point. It's <laughs> a really good point, and employers are going to be very happy to see your Tennessee Tech degree. Yeah, I uh, coming from Florida when I first uh, was told about Tennessee Tech, it was from a employer of a very large company, uh, Westinghouse Tenneco. And um, I mentioned that I was looking at a job up at Tennessee Tech University, and he turned around and he said, that's one of the best schools in the in the southeast. You need to go at least take a look. Excellent. And that started my journey at, mm-hmm. at Tennessee Tech. So it is, um, it is a great school with a great reputation all over. We're going to take a quick break and then come back and – talk about current enrollments and talk about some of the most popular majors and um, maybe talk a little bit about parents and their role in this this whole process. 
This is Local Matters, and we'll be right back. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Harvard. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matters. We are talking to Vice President Karen Likens from Tennessee Tech University, and we're talking about enrollment and communications. And Karen, just tell me a little bit about overall enrollment at the university. I know we have a record freshman class, uh, one of the largest in in the university's history. Uh, but talk about overall enrollment. So we're almost at 10,000 students, of course. Our largest college is the College of Engineering. That probably doesn't surprise you. 27% of the headcount, then followed by education with 19%. And business is at 13%. And our top five majors, mechanical engineering, computer science, um, exercise science, biology, and nursing. I can tell you what the hot majors are, too. What oh, people are coming to Tennessee majors. Tech for. Yeah. Cybersecurity. We've got a wonderful reputation, particularly women in cybersecurity, uh, really becoming a national and international leader in that area. But but all of our students there um, have really hit a national level of excellence in competitions and just they're part of the conversation, particularly in national security. Vehicle engineering, which probably won't surprise you, and something dear to your heart, business intelligence and analytics. Such a need for that in all industries. And, uh, that's related to cybersecurity in many ways, too. So exactly. They are uh, sort of hand in glove in the same same topic, but a student could major in computer science or electrical engineering or business IT. There are a lot of different ways of getting into that those majors at Tennessee Tech. There are, and the College of Business and College of Engineering are, have a great collaboration where that you can be a part of both those colleges and come up with a combination of classes that suits exactly what you want to do. So they're one example of a great collaboration right now. And it probably doesn't surprise our listeners that the the uh, College of Engineering is the largest of the colleges at the university, and part of that is their graduate enrollment as well as their undergraduate, right? It is. Um, and, you know, we're having to build new facilities to make sure that we're keeping up with the needs, particularly of um, the graduate students in the labs, Um because they're going to go out into either more higher education or industry, and we need to make sure that we're on the cutting edge, that that we're providing them an education that will move them forward uh, and move their employer forward when they get there. So, hence, you see a couple of engineering buildings coming up. We had Steel Up. I don't know if you've been by there the last three or four weeks um, in the uh, Ashraf Islam building. 
Um, so we're we're making progress there. So Sherlock Park is changing, isn't it? Sherlock Park is changing, but I want to make sure to say that Sherlock Park is not going away. So it still exists. It's uh, it's a little muddy right now, but one of the really interesting things is kind of that living laboratory outside. So they're going to um, daylight the stream that's underneath. And not only is it going to be beautiful again, it's going to be something that's really part of the educational experience for campus. Yeah, it's going to become, uh, the park is going to become part of the teaching environment for exactly. that. Exactly. Uh, f- not just for the College of of Engineering, but for environmental science and for, for several other of the majors too. And there's a beautiful new environmental science and chemistry and wet science building that first year of full occupation. It's it, what a what a great facility. It is. I got to teach a couple of even speech classes in there. So I would get to go over there every day and eat my Einstein bagels or every day that I taught. Um, you know, there's a beautiful place in every part of the building for people to study. If you drive by there at night, you see the ends of the buildings where there's, you know, you can see the open spaces. Uh, there's places to eat. There's places to congregate. But it's just um, inspirational. That's what it was meant to be. Um, and so there's beautiful artwork in there. Uh, and it just feels like a place where there's there's progress and it's built with the students' needs in mind. So that building has been such um, a boon to just our tours, you know, when people, families come through uh, to just showcase what the future of Tennessee Tech is all about. And there is a, a tremendous life story contained in that building of an Upper Cumberland graduate, uh, Harry Stone Cipher mm-hmm. uh, from... Uh, Fentress County or Scott County, I've mm-hmm. forgotten, but uh, I, I believe Fentress County, uh, came down here and majored in physics and then went on to join General Electric Company, and from there went on to be the president of McDonnell Douglas and then the CEO of the Boeing Company, and in all of those great experiences that Harry had all over the world, he never forgot his alma mater. He never forgot Tennessee Tech. He did not. And the day we had the grand opening of the building, he was moved emotionally by it. He cried that day. He did cry that day. And I'd always hoped as a communicator and someone who's um, spent a lot of time at Tennessee Tech, that if we can generate that kind of emotion in our graduates and then share that with others, that's what connects you, right? The things that make you laugh and you cry that drive those emotions. And he was very emotional that day. Uh, for a good reason. And I just, when we tell our story, we need to capture those kind of things because that's what, you want the memories there. You want to look back and know that that's where your good life story began. And and he always talked about, still does talk about, uh, a boy from a small town mm-hmm. and how he came not knowing what a university would be all about. His grandmother dropped him off, mm-hmm. if I remember the story correctly, and it was a bit intimidating, but uh, he went on to be CEO of one of the biggest companies in the world. And I love you telling that story because it seems so hard and complicated to go to college, right? You have to figure out how to fill out your FAFSA and how to apply for your meal plan. And there's so many transactional things that you have to do. But one thing I think we're still good at is helping people through that process 
part of our job is to just demystify that. It is absolutely doable for anyone out there. We work with parents. We work with students because it it doesn't have to be scary or hard, um, even though it seems that way at first. So I love hearing his story and other stories because it just makes it seem so doable. And and there are literally thousands of those stories mm-hmm. out there. Absolutely. Uh, I doubt that Harry ever filled out a FAFSA. <laughs> I don't think the federal government had thought of that at that time. Exactly. But uh, but I, the, I'm sure the forms were were intimidating mm-hmm. to a degree even, even then. But we can uh, talk about a young man from Mount Juliet who uh, wanted to play football but loved engineering and uh, came up here and did both. Both was a starter on the football team, in fact, a captain on the football team, and majored in engineering and then went on to be commander of the space shuttle and later commander of the International Space Station, all from Mount Juliet, Tennessee, all through Tennessee Tech College of Engineering. I know. There's another university that tries to claim him with his graduate work. But well, we, he did some graduate well, work. Well, he did, but it. we don't like to let that happen. So we step out in front. He is, <laughs> I think, Tennessee Tech through and through. Of course, Barry's um, Wilmore is a part of our board of trustees. So there's never a meeting that I don't just look over and think, astronaut <laughs> that is uh, it's just you know it's almost surreal that that person that does such amazing things uh is just just a guy sitting there uh with the best interest of the university at heart and really the spirit of the university he always brings that in his conversation and he always wants to know the student perspective and, and he, he really always talks about, about his sports experience absolutely. Too. and absolutely. we'll talk a little bit about the importance of extracurricular activities uh in our in our last segment but butch wilmore harry stone cypher and hundreds of others could uh could tell those stories this is local matters we're going to take another quick break and we'll be right back welcome back to local matters we are talking to karen likens Vice President for Enrollment and Communication at Tennessee Tech University. And, Karen, we were talking about students and how so many of them are first-generation students. Uh, But whether they're first-generation or their mom and dad and their grandparents went to college, they still can have a great experience at Tennessee Tech. But their parents play a role in that, too, don't they? Talk about what parents need to know about their son or daughter going to college, and also about the role they play. Absolutely. Well, I guess the number one concern um, that parents have when they first start asking questions is um, how are you going to afford college, right? It's the natural question because you want to have a plan. So um, when we do tours, we talk about that a little, but once you come to orientation, we're going to be able to present each student and their parents with an idea of what kind of aid they're going to receive. So this is information that we really haven't put together in one place so that you can, in the spring before you start in the fall, anticipate what kind of aid that you're going to get and also what the fees are going to be, what the meal plan and what the residence hall is going to cost. We just want parents to be prepared and well-informed because I think that makes all the difference in their comfort level. Um, 
And not just about money. Safety is a big concern. We see news stories and you want to know, certainly we can't control everything, but we have a great safe community. We have a wonderful police force that cares about students and and protects us. And I think there's an assurance there. Every time students tour, they say this feels safe and they want that feeling. So the number one way you get that feeling is to visit. So I encourage parents to come to Tennessee Tech, even if you live in Cookville and you've been to football games or you've been to basketball games or other events, come and look at it with your student from a student's perspective and ask your questions. Um, you know, our students are well trained to make sure that they can answer all the you know parent questions or at least to find them the answer. So it's all possible. That's why I'd like students to, or students and parents to understand that it is all possible. You just have to find your path and your way. And that's what we're here to do. And and it's not just possible. It's fun. Yes. I oh, mean, yes. They, they will have fun while they're <laughs> on campus, too. Part of the fun will be some professor they run into and, and then finding that academic path that they want to go on and uh, the most typical freshman really isn't sure what what they're going to end up doing in life Uh, it's a little hard to know when you're 18 or 19 or 20 years old and it's not at all uncommon for them to tell mom and dad well i'm not sure that's okay. That's the most common major. At it Tennessee is. Tech it's very popular year. when you start. And and that's okay. And, you know, we have a freshman advising center that's been open a couple of years now uh, that really focuses on the freshman needs. Because you, when you're first there, you have all kinds of questions. And, and we have people who just work with freshmen to keep them focused and to make sure they're on the right track. And if they change their mind how to get from point A to point B, that's not upsetting at all. That's just a progression through what you learn, what you learn to like and what you didn't like and we just work through that with them so absolutely it's it's a popular way to start and there's no problem with doing that and they may come home after a few weeks in fact most of the uh, staff at tech hope they do mm-hmm. uh, come home and say mom dad i've um, i've found something extracurricular i really like to do it may be sports it may be intramurals could be a fraternity or sorority or a, the robotics club or the forensics club. Extracurricular activities are an important part of their experience, aren't they? We are up to more than 260 student organizations. Wow. And what I still think is cool is you can start your own. If one of those 260 doesn't suit you, it's a very low amount of barriers to start that organization. So if you have a couple of friends who want to do that, uh, you you can start one with your own interest. It's it's so important to get connected in another way with the university other than just in the classroom. You know, the community plays a part in that too. Maybe you're a hiker. Maybe you're a kayaker. There's all kinds of ways to get connected, and it's so important. We have um, a great student affairs staff who is um, continually creating opportunities on campus. Uh, their, their parties are fun, right? They have lots of activities. Uh, you can go glow-in-the-dark golf in the Tech Pride Room some nights. They, they've, they've created some great events that keep people on campus and focused on just creating a community there. So it's one of the better things and one of the things, especially for local students, that they might not expect. So you have to, you have to come see that because you might not expect that there's that much to do in Cookville and on campus, but there is. And and we need to encourage parents to encourage their students, whether they're coming to Tech or going to some other college or university, find out what they're doing from an extracurricular side, not as a private investigator, but just to say, we we encourage you to do it. 
And most of us know the the young folks that get involved in some extracurricular activity, they have better grades. They have a reason to want to stay on campus and to study, and that is to stay eligible for whatever club they're in. They do, and I think it's a gentle accountability, right? Your friends are going to notice if there's something that's keeping you from having the best experience. We know that actually going to class is the number one indicator for freshmen that they're going to continue through, and that takes you know good mental health, good physical health, and these extracurricular activities can just help support that because you know it gets it gets hard, it gets tiring, it gets frustrating. Um, if you're alone in that endeavor. And there's no need to be alone when there's so much to do at Tech. Well, you mentioned uh, how much is it going to cost. Tech uh, continues to get great reviews as a Best Buy college all across the nation, don't they? We do. I mean, just flat out, we're the number one public university in Tennessee, according to Money Magazine. We've had that designation before. You'll see it on billboards, and we love to say it. That's fun to say, right? So what does that mean? Um, It includes the consideration that our students have the lowest debt. Um, So when they graduate, they're going to leave with the lowest amount of debt. It also means that you have the highest return on investment. So if you pay for your college career... Uh, you're going to make that back in your salary. We have some great statistics about the ROI, particularly major by major. So if you're wondering what you want to major in or if you're going to switch to the other one, we can provide you with, okay, let's look at the ROI on that and see where you want to be. Earliest high career pay. So when you get out, employers are looking for Tennessee Tech graduates, and they reward you uh, pretty well with that because the reputation is so good. So all of those things kind of play into uh, what it takes to be a number one public university. It's, it is it is affordable. It is doable. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention our Presidential Scholars Program because there is guaranteed money for students who hold a, um, certain levels of GPA and ACT scores. And those aren't unattainable. We, we have several, diff- several different levels, and we make sure that we have something that we can guarantee as long as you made it in by the deadline uh, for everyone who, who uh, would like to come to Tennessee Tech. It, it, there's just so many things to do. And, and uh, again, having a, a, a reputation for being at a college that uh, has high academic rankings, reasonable cost, and um, one of America's uh, best buys is um, is a great combination to take out there. And that's true whether you're in the College of Engineering or in the hundreds of other possible career options and majors that are there. We haven't talked about the School of Nursing much, but uh, Tech has a great School of Nursing, and those folks go on to outstanding careers. They do, and what I love about the School of Nursing graduates is that the, there is such a demand that they can – meet that need. You know you are fulfilling what your community and your state needs when you're producing that quality of nursing graduate. And another thing that really stands out is their collaboration with the College of Engineering and the College of Business. They find solutions to problems um, in a way that's amazing. So that legacy of giving back and helping and problem solving is um, is something I think is a hallmark of nursing. They're always looking to make life better for people who face challenges that maybe someone hasn't found a solution for. And we should mention a great 
College of Agriculture. The School of Agriculture is well known for what they do. Uh, I'm a deer hunter, and I mm-hmm. happened to run into, um, as I was checking in a deer in, in early deer season, I ran into um, a wildlife resources agent who um, came out of the, the School of Agriculture. Now, a lot of them also go to the fisheries unit or the, mm-hmm. the wildlife unit in biology. There's a lot of different ways you can get into your career field through Tennessee Tech, but certainly the School of Agriculture has some great farms, some great experiences for students to go through. The School of Ag is growing, and I think part of it is is because they're bringing together the business side and, you know, the academic side of what people love about farming and about looking at industry and seeing how they can use their love of chickens, for instance. We have a new poultry uh, facility that just had a grand opening, and uh, that's just going to be an amazing connection and experience for students. You talk about preparing them for the workforce. That is going to be an outstanding opportunity. The first time we took a picture of the facility, though, we realized we didn't have chickens. And I'm proud to say that a member of the Office of Communications and Marketing went home and got her chicken. And I thought, that's that's taking one for the team, right? That's so, <laughs> taking one for the team. Really we is. do a lot of marketing of the, of the ag program. So you'll see in uh, you know the Farm Bureau magazine, for instance, that goes to millions of homes Um, you'll be seeing us out there actively recruiting, and they have some great opportunities that are unique to Tennessee Tech's um, agriculture program. So it's growing, and it's something that's just um, fun and and important to to market. And we could talk about a 100 other possible marketing opportunities, but we're out of time. So I think Mm -hmm. we want to encourage parents and students – to get on the website, to check out Tennessee Tech any way they can. And you can do it electronically, but as Karen said, the best thing is get on campus and get that tech experience by walking around. Absolutely. And just want to say anytime you can email admissions at tentech.edu. We'll be happy to interact with you, schedule you a tour, just answer general questions because uh, we want to see you at Tennessee Tech. Vice President Karen Likens, it's great to have you. Thanks for being here today. Thank you. Wings up.